Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hey girls, I am so excited to be bringing to you another episode of Rise of the Savvy Souls and I'm so excited for you to be introduced to one of my amazing soul sisters, Ella Sang. I'm going to be interviewing her today and Ella is a truth embodiment guide who empowers badass lightworkers to create a life and a business brand that is an embodiment of their truth and their cosmic multi-dimensional nature. So Ella blends the magic of spirituality, kundalini yoga, and manifestation with the practicality of neuroscience to help her clients reach their infinite potential. Ella, welcome. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Me too. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Oh, you're so welcome. So I'm going to take everybody back to how we met because I don't know if my audience are aware of this story. (laughs) I was actually thinking about that. I was like, holy crap, it's crazy. (laughs) So yeah, um, so myself and Ella are literally our paths collided. I guess the universe definitely had a plan for bringing us together. And we definitely mirror each other in the sense of the journey that we've been on and the way that the universe is unfolding our work for us in the world, right? So Ella posted inside of a Facebook group, I think it was two years ago now, that she was looking to interview guests for her own podcast. Um, Ella's got an amazing podcast as well, so you definitely need to check that out. And I just commented underneath a little bit about me and how I would be interested to to be a guest on her podcast but you got so many review uh, sorry responses to that post right yeah I I can't remember exactly but it was probably like over 50 and I remember going back to that thread like holy crap I do not want to message everyone so I ended up only like seeing your comment and feeling this nudge of like you have to message this girl I was like okay so you were the only person I messaged from that thread and interviewed (laughs) Wow. And it was insane because by the time we actually managed to set up the interview, I was in LA at that time. And so I just said to my friend, I'm going to record a podcast. I'm speaking to this girl. And I'd never even done anything like that before. I was still, you know, quite just putting myself out there. And we got onto this Zoom call and we were just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, why do we feel like we are like soul sisters? Like we've got so much in common. Like it was just, it was just the universe in action, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) And and then the rest is history. So share with my listeners, Ella, like it's so unique the way that you have blended all of these gorgeous tools and and things together to create your own special blend of Ella magic to really (laughs) tap into people's infinite potential what what do you do like share with my audience how do you support somebody in embodying their truth 
Yeah, so that's a really great question. And it's honestly something that has been like this ever evolving experience. So the way that I do it is by helping people reprogram their subconscious mind. Basically, as we grew up, we took on a lot of crap that isn't who we really are. And so my work is really about connecting people back to the truth of who they are, uncovering, unraveling all the stuff that has been stuck in their subconscious mind, telling them, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't have this thing. And really getting their subconscious mind back to the purest infinite potential. And so the way that I do it is by combining the modalities of NLP and Kundalini yoga. So NLP, it stands for neuro-linguistic programming and is a super powerful modality all about reprogramming your subconscious mind and letting go of any fears and beliefs and essentially any representation of the world that is not serving you. And then through Kundalini yoga, as you know, Kundalini is all about the energy of truth. So when we work on Kundalini yoga, when we work through the Kriya, through the meditation, when we work to connect you back inward, what happens is that we activate that Kundalini energy of truth, which is essentially the energy that unites your finite self with your infinite self. And so aside from just working the mind, which in the beginning was what I was focused on was like the NLP, all the mindset stuff is great. What I found is that as we reprogram the subconscious mind, it's also important that we have an embodiment of that into who we are, into this physical meat suit that we're in. And that's where Kundalini yoga is so powerful because when we do Kundalini yoga, when we work to activate the Kundalini energy, you literally have this physical experience in your body of what it feels like to connect with your sat nam, with your truth. So for those of you who don't know, sat nam means truth is my identity. And it's basically the goal of Kundalini yoga is to remind you of the truth of who you are. So basically my work is all about bridging, like I mentioned before, like the practicality of the neuroscience of NLP, but also with the more spiritual energetic edge of Kundalini yoga. I also have um, a modality that I created called energetic alchemy that is all about essentially alchemizing what's in our mind into physical matter. And so that's where the quantum manifestation principles come in. I just think it's so cool because so often we think of, you know, like NLP being its, being its own thing, like mindset work. We think about like manifestation. We think about law of attraction. We think about like science, but really all of these things are just different ways of expression for the one universal truth, which is that we are powerful, infinite beings, but the way that we have been conditioned has not allowed us to fully tap into that. So as a truth embodiment guide, which I was just telling Sarah, for those of you who don't know, this name just came to me like two days ago after watching Netflix at 12 a.m., but <laughs> it's been a long time coming because now it's like I fully see that my work in combining these modalities is to help you experience, embody, like feel in your body what your truth is and fully shine and express from that place. So that was like a bit of a long answer, but that's how I combine these modalities is to work your subconscious mind and also to get you in your body and feel what truth and infinity feels like in yourself. Wow. So I just want to say, if there's anybody listening to this and you were not moved or not activated, <laughs> did not feel connected to higher consciousness and the cosmic realms through listening to Ella speak, then you need to rewind and go listen and to And listen that. to it again and again. <laughs> 
Ella, like, you know, what's really interesting about this journey for me is, as you say, we're sharing a message that is one of universal truth, but we're sharing it in such a different, unique way. And I always say this to all of my clients and, and the people who listen to me that there is a unique medicine that you have that only you can create in this world. That is, there's only you can show up in this particular way. Only you can shine your light in this particular way. There is absolutely nobody else who can do the work that you were put on this earth to do. And I think the way that you just explained this whole truth embodiment guide, which the divine kindly dropped in at 12 a.m. whilst watching Netflix, is, is that you is that you're really owning your magic, you're really owning your medicine. And like you said, that we've lived in a time where NLP and Kundalini and manifestation and law of attraction all needed to be separate. And you're, you're really alchemizing, like you said, and bringing together all of these different powerful modalities and being that expression and that embodiment of your truth yourself. And I just think that's incredible to see that. And, and it's a real... It's a real, what's the word that I'm looking for? <laughs> you're, an you're an example. <laughs> That's it. You're an example of that being your own unique medicine. You really, really are. It's like nobody else could show up and shine and share this message in the way that you are. Love that. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I truly believe in that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like I think it's so important because especially in um, the online space and, you know, an old paradigm way of thinking about business and how you need to show up, it's very much like here are all the boxes choose your box and fit into it. You can be an NLP coach. You could be a Kundalini yoga teacher. You can be an energy healer, like make your pick. And I'm like, F that. I am all of these things, but in my own unique way. And that's why I'm really passionate about helping my clients and my students really discover that for themselves. And like really, you know, as cliche as it sounds, like toss out the boxes and create your own. Yeah, I think that's, that's the 5D future right there. <laughs> like toss out the boxes, blend them all together and create your own special recipe and just set your soul on fire because your soul is clearly on fire talking about this stuff. <laughs> but I know because we've grown so much together, especially over the past two years since we met, it's like we catch up and we're like, whoa, so much has happened. So much has changed. And I know that I've witnessed you grow and I've witnessed you really step into your truth and really embody your truth. And so for those who, who obviously are hearing you for the first time, you know, what would be like a little insight to your journey of how you got to this point? Because, you know, like you said on Instagram the other day, you don't just wake up one day and decide to call yourself a truth embodiment guide. <laughs> there really has been like this evolution of Ella, which has been incredible to witness, um, to, to bring you to this point. So I would love for them to hear about that. Yeah. I love talking about this. So to give everyone a little bit of a background, um, I've always been into digital marketing, into online marketing and social media and stuff. But the way that I actually first started showing up in a bigger way on um, Instagram was actually back in 2015 when I was like a fitness influencer. So I was the girl like showing her abs and like hashtag BBG uh, for like Kayla Itzina's program and like posting smoothie bowls. So that was the first time I ever showed up online. Um, back then I thought fitness was my passion. I thought fitness was my thing. I thought I was 
going to open up like, I don't know, like a breakfast restaurant serving smoothie bowls or something like that. Um, but then when I found the online business space, I decided to go into um, the branding work, the social media marketing, because that was more of my technical background. So as you can see, even just within like from 2015 to 2017, 2018, there was a big shift in me going from fitness and then into branding and business. And in those moments, it was really just me asking myself the question, like what lights me up right now? Like what gets me excited to share and to talk about? And that has always been, you know, the guiding question ever since I read Rebecca Campbell's book, which I know you love as well, Light is the New Black. And she has this one quote in there that was like, follow what lights you up and you will light up the world. When I read that, that book was like my initiation onto the spiritual journey. Um, but something really stuck with me about that quote. And so, you know, I went from smoothie bowls and fitness because that was really lighting me up. I was writing about some mindset things here and there. Um, and then you know, when I started in the online business space, I was like, wait a minute, I'm actually really passionate about marketing, about social media. Let me talk about that. And at the same time, back then, I was still working my corporate job at L'Oreal as like a fancy digital manager for Maybelline New York and Essie. And so it was almost like a part of me felt like I couldn't let that go. It's like, this is my thing, digital marketing, online marketing, I have to talk about this. So at that point, I just started, I went into the online business world, uh, teaching people how to use Instagram, how to grow their online brands, how to take pretty photos, how to style their photos, because I learned that from my smoothie bowl days. Um, and I did that for a couple of months. And it was actually after my first launch, it was crazy. I had made $8,000 in my first launch. And I had like 15 people enrolled in my first ever course about Instagram. And I was kind of like freaking out. I was like, I don't know, like what is going on? But after doing that, something that I did realize was that I actually didn't like doing it. I was doing it because I felt like, you know, something that I'm good at is something that people want. And so it really started getting me thinking like, what actually makes me really lit up and passionate? Um, at that point, I wasn't feeling inspired to create new offers, to show up, and I knew that something had to shift. Um, at the same time, I had experienced um, a breakup with my boyfriend of two years. I was like really going into the spiritual realm of like oracle cards and things like that. And I decided to join Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass to be a spiritual teacher. Um, funny thing is that when I bought Gabby's first book, like a couple of years back, I actually refunded the book. Reason being, I'm like, it's weird. It talks about spirits. So I'm like, I, I don't know what I was expecting. It's called Spirit Junkie, but I read it. I'm like, this is really weird. <laughs> so I refunded it. And then like, you know, three, four years later, I'm like, I'm going to join the Spirit Junkie Masterclass. Um, and through that experience, that was where I was really uh, shown Kundalini Yoga for the first time by Gabby Bernstein. There was something about the mantras that really spoke spoke to me. And at the same time, I was diving into NLP. I got like a basic NLP certification. And so about like near the end of 2018 was when I started to have this feeling inside me that I'm not meant to just be talking about the business. I'm meant to be doing something spiritual, but I was still in the earlier stages of my journey. So from that point onwards, from like end of 2018 till now, you know, I became an NLP licensed practitioner, became a master NLP practitioner, became a Kundalini yoga teacher. I really went all in because I felt this draw to these two modalities and I started implementing them in my life and I saw a massive shift. Like I was the girl back in 2017 
who had a massive panic attack and ended up in the hospital because I was hyperventilating and I couldn't feel my body. So over the last couple of years of using these modalities, I, I saw my life massively transform. And I started teaching this and sharing this with my clients before I was even fully certified. And I started transforming their lives. I was like, holy crap, I'm onto something. And so the cool thing is that I always say is that um, like I mentioned on my stories yesterday, if you were to tell me two years ago, hey, Ella, you know this Instagram thing that you're doing? Yeah, that's actually not the thing you're meant to be doing. You're meant to be like a truth embodiment guide and you're meant to be like activating people's Kundalini energy and reminding them the truth of who they are and reprogramming subconscious minds. I'll be like, you're, you're nuts. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so it's really been this journey of following what lights me up every step of the way and trusting in the process of trusting in like this thing I'm really drawn to. I don't know why, but I'm going to learn it. I'm going to integrate it. And I'm going to see from that place after integration, how can I share this with people? How can I just share my journey when I'm going through what I have overcome to serve other people? And so over the last like two years, you know, I went from being someone who had a surface level understanding of Kundalini yoga to someone who became a teacher to someone who has experienced like a Kundalini rising. And so, yeah, I guess that's kind of like a bit of a quick overview of my journey. And I think the biggest thing, like I've already mentioned, is that it's really important for all of us to remember that your purpose is not a destination. Your purpose is not something that is handed to you on a platter, nor is it something that you will ever get to at a certain point and be like, this is my purpose. Like, this is it. Because now it's like even a year ago, I thought that what I was calling myself, what I was doing back then was like, this is my purpose. But even a year later, it's like, it's still the same purpose at its core, but it's a different expression. It's a deeper layer of it. So I think the problem is, is that a lot of people look at purpose as a destination and looking at their purpose as something that's binary, right or wrong. I have to get it right. Otherwise I'm screwed. So it's remembering that your purpose is found in the process. It's about getting started before you feel ready and just tuning into what lights you up every single second because your purpose and every single moment is simply about what lights you up the most right now. What feels like your soul expressing itself. Like that is what purpose comes down to. So that's my little quick channeled wow. <laughs> transmission. Again, again transmissions <laughs> left, right, and center. Um, no, but you're so right. I, I, I am with you 110%. Like so many people always ask me, you know, like, how did you know this was going to be your path? And I'm like, I didn't. I just, <laughs> I didn't have a clue that the universe was going to put me in this place. But the same as like what you said, I just put one foot in front of the other. And it's as simple as, oh, light is the new black. That looks like a book that's pulling me in. I'm going to buy that book oh, there's something about what this book is saying that makes me feel good. I'm going to try what she says in the book. And then it's like the next step comes and then the next step comes and the next step comes. And before you know it, you know, like you're a truth embodiment guide. I'm like helping people heal divine feminine energy. And I'm like, how? <laughs> would, <laughs> would never have guessed this is where we were going to end up. But I love that you share that it's your purpose in that moment to express your soul. I don't, I just feel like that's a beautiful way to put it that that is your highest divine purpose is to be your fullest soul expression in that moment. And the beautiful thing about the work that you're doing as well, Ella is, and you're doing it for yourself. And that's why you're able to do it for your clients. 
but you've really gone on this journey of peeling back what wasn't truth for you. And every time you've peeled back another layer, you've been, you've been stood in your truth the whole way. It's just that every single layer's just revealed a bit more of that truth. And so every layer you peel back, it's like you're getting closer to that yet universal truth. You're getting closer to the truth of all that you are. And you definitely see that shine out, you know, the way that you speak, the way that you show up online, the, the cosmic expansive conversations that we get to have. And now our, <laughs> our listeners get to listen to as well. Um, what would you say then was, was one of your, your biggest challenges that you had to overcome? Ooh, that's a good question. I think one of the greatest challenges was probably just the fear of showing up as all of me. It's something that I've been working through for a lot. And even till this day, this is the funny part, right? Because on the outside, everyone's like, oh, you're so confident. You're so, well, I'm like, yeah, but this is still stuff that I'm peeling back new layers of. I think, you know, in the beginning stages, it was really worrying about, oh, what are people going to think? What are people going to say if I like say this thing or if I don't say this thing? And so how that kind of manifests and now I'm realizing, you know, over the last couple of months in hindsight is that I was really filtering myself. So really struggling to understand what do I actually want to say? What do I believe in versus what does the nice girl Ella say? The nice girl Ella who doesn't want to piss anyone off on the internet. <laughs> so that's been like very difficult because, you know, especially as um, I was coming out of like the spiritual closet and really just embracing my full like passion for this work it was like oh but is that going to be too much what if i say that and what if people don't like me so i think that has been one of my greatest challenges is really allowing myself to show up fully as me and be okay if people don't vibe with that if people unsubscribe if people leave my group if people just tell me like straight up i had like this is kind of funny um i had a friend of my sister's uh who has kind of seen me grown up he literally asked my sister is your sister in a cult? Is she okay? And I'm just like, could I do anything like that? Anyways. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from like, from like a fear-based perspective, I can totally see what, what people would be freaking out about, but we're over here like, no, it feels so good over here. <laughs> yeah, and so I had to deal with a lot of that. And you know, it's like every step of the way, like really asking myself, like, what do I truly want to do? And not what do I want to do to make other people happy? So these days, I feel like I'm doing so much better at that at fully being myself and being okay, that I'm not for everyone, that some people are going to go, but at the same time, that only means that the space is created for more people to come in. Um, and actually another challenge, you know, related to that is something that has over the last month been a big, huge part of my journey and something that I'm deepening in the work with my clients and my students, especially in um, upcoming offers as well, is that I, one of my biggest challenges, and I think everyone can relate to this to a certain degree, is having my own back. 
that is deeply related to the previous point of like showing up fully because what I've learned and I learned this from this amazing woman, her name's Lorna Johnson. If you haven't checked out her work, highly recommend. Um, but in her book, she had this little passage that holy crap spoke truth to my soul. And I was like, this is what fundamentally we all struggle with that if we can understand and heal this one thing, then all of our problems disappear. And this truth is that if we decide and commit to never abandoning ourselves no matter what happens because we know the truth of who we are if you think about it you're not afraid of failing you're not afraid of being judged by other people you're not afraid of succeeding you're not afraid of anything because you know that no matter what happens i'm gonna have my own back i'm gonna be like ella you might have messed that up it's okay. Love you anyways. That mistake does not define you. I love you anyways. I got your own back. And so it sounds like something that's like, oh yeah, like love yourself. So like easy. I'm like, but if you actually just think about that, like you actually do it, you actually commit to it. Like, holy crap, your life will look completely different. And at the end of the day, if you can master that one thing, you will have no issues taking bigger risks. You will have no issues showing up. You will have no issues messing up because you're not torturing yourself for it. So that has been another great challenge of mine is I've only realized recently, I didn't always have my own back. I'll be the person who beat myself up if I wasn't productive enough, if I wasn't waking up at 7 a.m., if I didn't master everything that I did for the first time and like got all the results that I wanted within a short period of time, I'll be like, oh, like you're not smart enough, you suck, blah, blah, blah. And, and that kind of stems from not having my own back. So that's something that I'm really, really deepening the work with these days is like understanding that what is my truth? My truth is nothing has power over my truth. And my truth is, is that no matter what happens, I will always have my own back. And that has created miracles already in my being. Wow. I can feel, I can feel the strength and the depth of that, just as you say it, because you're so right. Like we go through these phases, especially when you're first growing and stepping out and sharing and showing up online in the way that you do. There is definitely this phase of, are people going to like this? Is this what people want to hear? Should I say this? You know, will I get a better response if I say this? And it's like, the moment that you can just realize that you're here on this planet, like, 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 let's take business and all of these other things and judgment out of the picture. Like, we're like these miracles who are here on the planet to speak our truth, be the, the highest divine expression of ourselves, share our light in our own unique way and leave our legacy. Like, it's, it's so big. It's so big, the purpose for being here. We don't have time or energy to waste in abandoning ourselves or not being our own biggest supporter or fan so yeah that really landed deep because we're always or we can fall prey to seeking everybody else's approval or validation or love but what if you just decided every single moment because it is that's the work every single moment to be that person for yourself Exactly. Because ultimately, that is our biggest fear, right? It's like our biggest fear is not what other people are going to think about us. Our biggest fear is actually what we think about us. And the craziest thing is like, you actually have control over that. Like, what? <laughs> it's so interesting, because these are concepts that like, you know, I've 
known at an intellectual level, but actually doing the work and experiencing it in the body is so different. Mm, Yeah, for sure. And you do, you experience those shifts. And I would love, I'd love to tap in because it always gets me curious when you're talking on your stories. You're, like you said, you dive into the practicalities of neuroscience and Joe Dispenza and like all of the quantum stuff. Now that stuff fascinates me, but I've not dived into any of it yet. Like, can you shed some light on all of this amazing stuff? Yeah. For me and for my listeners, that would be amazing. Okay, for sure. So when it comes to the quantum realm, so let's start with, I'm not going to go into all the details because it can get a little bit complex. Long story short is that there have been many, many scientific studies done of um, understanding the behavior of a subatomic particle. So the reality is, is like you and I might seem like we're solid things. This computer might seem like a solid thing, like everything around us seems so solid. But really what is happening if you break it down level by level is that everything comes down to a subatomic particle. It, everything is made up of many subatomic particles being together and vibrating together to create what is technically the illusion of something physical. So the way that I learned about it in a book is like, think about a movie, right? A movie seems like, oh, it's like a moving picture. It's like this reality. But if you think about it, a movie is made up of a bajillion small um, set frames that flash really quickly to create the illusion of movement. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, it does. And it's just like, whoa, oh yeah. When you break everything down, okay, like a table, a laptop, you and I, anything that is physical down to its core essence, it's subatomic particles vibrating at a certain frequency. So the interesting thing is, is that a bunch of experiments were done with these subatomic particles because these quantum physicists were like, okay, we want to understand how these things that make up the entire universe actually work. So there's this one experiment called the single slit experiment. So basically, as you can imagine, like a cardboard wall type of thing, there's like one slit, there's this um, like final destination, another wall behind the slit. And they had this kind of like particle shooter gun. So they would shoot these particles through the single slit. So if you can imagine if you were shooting things like, I don't know, like particles of sand or dust, you would expect that, okay, one slit, there's another board at the end. If I shoot a bunch of sand, whatever, it's just gonna stick in a line, right? Does that make sense? It's like, it's gonna be one band that gets created. So the interesting thing is, is that then they're like, okay, so these particles behave like regular particles with a single slit. What's gonna happen if we put in a second slit? So in this middle board, they had two slits now. There's still like this final wall at the end and they started shooting these, um, these particles. The interesting thing is, is that when they shoot this particle, they realize that instead of creating two straight bands, like you would expect because it did it did it for the one band it created what looked like a wave pattern so what they started realizing is that these particles don't behave in a singular way but actually when they go through the slits they express this infinite spectrum of possibilities as to where they are going to land and so that's when these physicists started to understand that wait a minute these subatomic particles which once again we are all made up of everything is made up of 
have this ability to express infinite possibilities and to decide where it wants to land. So they're like, this is really interesting. Like, this is kind of weird. So they're like, okay, what happens if we put a measuring device, like imagine like an eyeball, like this interference of consciousness coming in to look at the slits and go like, I'm looking at you, like which slit are you going to pass by? When they did that, these particles behaved as expected. They formed two bands. So, (laughs) yeah, so this is like, wait, what? So the summary of this experiment, and this experiment has been replicated many, many times, is that these particles that we are all made up of express infinite possibilities. And where these particles actually land is highly influenced by the interference of consciousness. So when we have this eyeball, this like person expecting these particles to be in the bands, that's what happens. So this just kind of explains the realm of the subatomic particles. Now, the other thing is that there's this belief of, there's this this theory called quantum entanglement, which is the belief that you might've heard of like the big bang theory, which like the universe first started as like this one kind of like thing. And then it was like, bam. And then like all the galaxies, everything else kind of came out of that. And so from that place, what they actually realized is that all subatomic all subatomic particles are actually intricately connected. So they've also done studies where changing subatomic particles in one area, like a complete different location, can actually affect the behavior of other subatomic particles because everything is intricately connected. So that starts to build the foundation of the fact that, you know, when we say in manifestation terms, what you desire is already yours. There's actually scientific backing behind that because at an energetic level, it's like this giant matrix, energetic matrix that exists between the past, the present, the future, and across space. Like this is where things get a bit complicated. So this is really interesting because by understanding this, we go back at a scientific level to understand that, okay, you know, like all the spiritual people say you are infinite, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but there's actually evidence that you are made up of these particles and these particles show infinite behavior. So this is really interesting. And then also from this place of knowing that because these particles are intricately connected, what you desire is already yours. You are already connected to it. So this is a really cool shift when we talk about quantum manifestation, because a lot of the times in law of attraction, the way that it is kind of portrayed is like, you know, you really want this thing. Maybe it's going to happen. Maybe it's not. You got to do your thing and you have to attract it in. But when we look at the quantum physics, the quantum manifestation approach, we start with this undeniable truth and understanding that what you desire is already yours because you have this ability to have infinite possibilities and so therefore this one reality where you have this thing that you want already exists you are already connected to it and so your job isn't so much about attracting it it's about raising your energetic frequency to allow that thing that is already here waiting for you to come into your experience and so that's where For example, my work of NLP and Kundalini Yoga comes into play here for quantum manifestation is that 
we are reprogramming your subconscious mind to let go of that which is not true and therefore that which is blocking your frequency from being able to be at the level to call in that thing that you desire as you already know we have all the stuff about like 3d 4d 5d we know that that quantum realm where anything is possible where you are already connected to your desires that is in the fifth dimension. But when most people are operating from the third dimension approach of like, things have to take a long time, I have to exert a lot of physical effort, it has to be hard, I have to struggle, and all that kind of stuff, you're not accessing that. You're, you're making it a lot harder for yourself. And so that's why when we work in the energetic realm, we kind of transition our mindset more to the 5D approach, which is that what I want, is already here, is already available. I simply need to change my personal state of being, to change my personal energetic level to match it. That is how you can then draw that into your experience. So that's why even like through the work of Joe Dispenza, what he does is essentially getting your mind and your body to have that experience right now right? That the thing that I want is happening right now. And that is the power of NLP as well, because in NLP, we know that by changing what's going on in your mind, the representations that you have, the movies that you see, it creates a change in your physical state. And so that's why when we have that mind and body coherence, where essentially you are convincing your mind and your body that the thing that you want is already here, you're feeling the feelings of gratitude, you're feeling, you know, the certainty of it, it becomes a non-negotiable that that shows up in your physical reality. So I hope that makes sense. I haven't explained it in a while, so it's just like all coming back. <laughs> I was t I could totally visualize all of that as you were explaining it. And it's nice actually to hear it from like a quantum kind of like science approach. You know, I'm a I'm a firm believer of of all of the stuff. Like I always say I'm not a person who needs the science in order to believe i believe it anyway i know it and i feel it but i think it was it was really nice for me at least and i'm sure for the listeners too to hear the science and the experiments that's been happening behind it because it almost gives like a new layer of faith to that truth that it's already yours and something that i always you know those things that you say where people are like oh but you know it's gonna take so much hard work or it's gonna take so much time or it's so far out of my reach I always say that's like when we're stuck in our human i.e mm -hmm. the 3d and it's like raising up to tap into the higher realms and the soul i.e the quantum and the 5d and a question I love to ask in meditation or even journal on as well is like what is the next quantum move that you would have me make and doesn't that just like expand your horizons instead of like what do I do next? <laughs> Where do I go from here? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Ella. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you as always. Please do share with my listeners how they can keep in touch with you. And yeah, that would be amazing if you could share that. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA. That's where I'm hanging out most of the time doing stories and posts. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash PSMLA, or you can search PSMLA. Um, I have a bunch of videos on there all about mindset, manifestation. I actually have an in-depth one, like with Photoshop graphics of the double slit experiment. So if you want to learn more about that, I have a video on that for you. Um, you can also find me over on my Facebook group, the Badass Lightworker Community. So you can search that over on Facebook. 
And yeah, come hang out with me on Instagram. That's mostly where I hang out and it would be so amazing to meet you guys. Oh yeah, I definitely advise you go and hang out with Ella because she's just a bunch of cosmic fun and I'm going to put her links in the show notes as well. So thank you so much, Ella. And I hope you girls really enjoyed listening to myself and Ella's conversation today. Please don't forget to rate and review this Rise of the Savvy Souls podcast. That would mean the absolute world to me. And wherever you are in the world, I am sending you so, 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 so much love and I will see you next time time.